Hey, thanks for tuning in. This is Ask Amadeus, your show where we answer all the pertinent questions facing humanity right now. If you're new to this podcast, like, subscribe. It's available everywhere. Podcasts are available. iTunes, Stitcher. And also we're doing the Anchor app where you'll be able to listen to music, certain certain music selections and you can find me on spotify where i'll have the weekly radio selection so if you like it subscribe find me on itunes and social medias at marcus amadeus thanks hey everybody welcome to today's episode in april we're coming right off april fools so Today we want to talk about fake news. What is fake news? If you've been living under a rock for the past few years, fake news has been at the lips of all media, the president, probably a lot of people you use. It's become a meme where people just say, hey, you're fake news. No, you're fake news. But I think it's pretty important to know what people are talking about when they talk about fake news. Fake news is junk news or pseudo news or considered a type of yellow journalism or propaganda that consists of deliberate misinformation or hoaxes spread via traditional media, print, broadcast news, or online social media. I think... People need to kind of take this with a grain of salt because I, if, if you know, I mean, I grew up in a time or just, I mean, as any kid, I just thought that everything you saw on TV was true. The news was true. And you always come to learn that news is run by ads and people have to pay for those ads. And a lot of times those advertisements or those funding the news have an interest that could be promoted or propagated or benefit their cause through the news system or a news publisher that may have personalities or very trustable, likable personalities or trustable, likable, you know, brands that could manipulate their audience to do things or encourage them to do things. This happens sometimes with stocks. Um, Also, some people were saying last year in the 2017 run-up of things like Bitcoin is that was this spike populated by lack of information in mainstream news, picking up this story, and then the nature of that technology and the online clickability of this product to inflate a product thing, a product. Obviously, doing that intentionally is illegal, but it happens. You get political agendas that are perhaps persuaded. A lot of people accuse, you know, the certain media outlets of not liking the president and running stories that are inconsistent with the facts or bent by editorial process 
to promote agendas against a political leader like the president. And then he, you know, he basically took the word fake news and ran with it. He made it memeable in popular culture. And then obviously we have the uh, Russia situation that people have been talking about for a while. And for two years, you know, the Mueller report came back inconclusive for uh, coercion uh, with the Russian government. But it did come out that there was perhaps some private entities making memes to kind of influence the the reader, the readership. But I think the question comes now is who, where's the personal responsibility? Where's the professional responsibility? And what are the standards people need to set on themselves of A, promoting things like this and B, being subject to the manipulation of how these things work? So in our next section, we're going to talk about personal accountability and how the internet itself, the the way news on the internet has propagated and the business of news on the internet and clicking has influenced this and put it on rocket fuel. So we'll be right back. Hey, and we're back. We just listened to a song called Fake News. If you're on the Anchor app, you can hear it. If you're not, then you're missing out, I guess. So now we're going to talk about how click clickbait and the online ad industry has kind of set fake news on fire and how it's become so permeable. Obviously, a long time ago, people used to have subscriptions to news sorts. Not a long time ago. People still do it. But there was traditional advertising dollars with a little bit less feedback and you know you had mainstream news people sponsored by coca-cola Procter and gamble things like that and they had advertising budgets and then when the internet came around people use still have some of these companies that use it but a lot of ads are sold on impressions right so if you have an article and you get ten thousand hits you can sell a two by two pixel for X amount of dollars. If you get a hundred thousand hits, you can get an advertising for more money, right? Because you have more traffic. That's basically how it works. And everyone knows what bleeds leads. So it's my opinion and a lot of people's opinion that a lot of these news sources who are have a transitioning business model, whose business is the twenty four hour news cycle. Sensationalism sells and it gets more clicks and it has ads. There was ads that pay more. There is a study that basically every article that had Trump's name in it had 10 times or 15 times more clicks than the same article that didn't have his name and or had a leaning that was negative because people like to get riled up. I mean, I like to post nice things on the internet and on my Facebook and things like that. But if I post something that's more scandalous or outrageable, like I posted the other day about how some dickhead fucking threw his uh, trash on the ground. I had to go tell him to pick it up. And then I just turned around and just threw it back down again. I was quite angry. 
Then I saw another guy just throw it on the street right in front of where he works. Like, you work there, man. What are you doing? Anyways, back to fake news. So anyways, it's being clicked. Clickbait is running the news. So people and news organizations use sensational articles that kind of play into their cognitive bias, play into their narrative that they want to believe, like everyone's a racist or Trump colluded or vaccines don't work, you know, on and on. And it's not necessarily fully vetted by journalistic standards anymore because it's sensational or it plays into a narrative that people actually believe and they want to believe. So that's how fake news gets traction and keeps moving forward. And it's kind of ruining, in my opinion, ruining the internet and could actually be dangerous because it has people in real life, you know, competing or doing things against each other that they probably know or found out from something that's possibly fake news. So I think this kind of comes to a head of who's accountable. I think news organizations have to have standards. Obviously, maybe get back need to get back more towards a more ethical journalism and maybe put the brakes on the 24-hour news cycle because how much freaking news can you have? Or if you do, report on some puppies getting saved from a lake. Puppies click, babies click, you know? So that's one. Public figures and brands that have influence in the society, I think, need some responsibility. And then number two, advertisers need to be more careful and have more discretion about who they spend their money with and try not to play into their political feelings. You know, things, we call it a platform now, but Facebook, YouTube, Google, and their banning and their censorship, you know, they think they're taking action or they are taking action against fake news. But a lot of people say that conservatives get banned easier than liberals or certain topics that get talked about gets banned. That's more like censorship, but it does play into fake news. You know, they have the Alex Jones. They could let things slide like opinions on certain political topics that might lean one way or the other that probably might not be vetted. So I think platforms and publishers need to take a little bit more responsibility. And then at the end, it's the the individual too. You need to be discerning with your with your news and your information. Take a second to think about what you're reading before you respond. And you know we've seen it time and time again with, for instance, Jesse Smollett or the Covington kids, or Mueller investigation. You know, don't believe everything that is told to you on a platform. You know, believe people, but have a healthy skepticism on. How to react. Is it important if you react? Do you need to react to everything? And then accountability. Like, are you going are you gonna change your whole life? And is is your whole life changed because of certain types of fake news that you might have out there on the internet? Maybe gossip? To not let secondary interpretations of the real world impact you as much as your first hand direct experience. One of my favorite authors. Terrence McKenna, his phrase is, you know, prioritize 
the felt presence of direct experience. That's what we need to get back to. And I think when the internet age and digital media, you're living so many lives and there's so many layers and then now you don't even know what's fake. Sometimes I think that there's an AI bot that is just messing with people. What if there's an AI out loose rogue on the internet? They don't want it. The social media platforms don't want us to know. And they're making stories that click. They're promoting stories that will rile people up. Think about that. That's all for another episode, though. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. What is fake news? If you have any thoughts or opinions, I'd love to hear them respond on my Twitter. We're mostly going to be promoting this through Twitter for now and see what you think. If you like this podcast, subscribe in iTunes or an anchor. I'll also be on Instagram and YouTube. I'll have versions of this, so I'd love for you to tune in. And I hope you enjoy. Go on Spotify. Find me, Marcus Amadeus. We have playlists going as well if you want to keep in touch that way. Make some submissions. I'll talk to you soon. Hey, just wanted to let you know I'm really appreciative of you listening. I really do appreciate it. Just to remind you, if you are looking for a home in New York City to buy, sell, or rent an apartment, home, townhouse, co-op, condo, piece of land, storefront, I'm your guy. Let us know. We have a team of professionals to help you from anywhere from searching, design, buying, selling, marketing, home loans, attorneys. We have a movers. We have a great network for you to pull from. So I really appreciate that. If you support it, come find me, message me. If you know a friend who's looking or you're looking yourself, the advice is free. The value is priceless. You know what I'm saying? All right. I'll talk to you later. Bye.